I've decided to do a Veil Kara episode. Uh, just briefly. You, you can't capture everything about uh, people you love in a YouTube episode, and nor should you, you know, I'm not going to tell you anything much. I'm just going just gonna to sprinkle a few ideas in here. Um, but um, I've done a few Veil episodes, actually. Uh, I did one for my cousin Brett, who died unexpectedly. It's almost a couple of years ago now. And and I've done a few others. All right. And, and now, here's one for Kara, who's passed away just days ago. And I was triggered into this episode, actually, by something I heard on the radio. It was breakfast radio which I would never listen to. Um, and um, it was one of those uh, programs where they get people to ring in and tell people something quirky that's happened to them. And someone rang in, a woman. And she, you know. Now, as I listened to her, she was about 15. As it turns out, she was more like 40. But as I was listening to her, she was 15. And this will tie into Kara a little bit in a second. Because Kara has left instructions that um, she wants to be remembered for being the Kara we all know. You know someone who didn't mind a party and all that sort of stuff. And who was young most of her life and really was sort of young forever. All right. Um, but Kara ties in with this lady who I was listening to on the radio. Now, this lady uh, rang in with her little quirky story. Uh, and um, it was all about a Tamagotchi uh, that she was in love with. Do you remember those? I haven't heard the word Tamagotchi for 20 years, <laughs> I don't think. All right. Now, um, this lady was saying, oh, I'll... We weren't allowed to have Tamagotchis on the bus. And as I was listening to her, it's not a really, this episode's not really about Tamagotchi Girl. It's about Kara. Uh, but as I was listening to her, I was thinking, she's that girl again right now, you know, because she was speaking with genuine affection for her Tamagotchi. And what's a, what's a 40-year-old woman doing <laughs> loving this Tamagotchi still, you know, in her mind? It's because you sort of stay young, you know? Um, and, and this is a problem with funerals sometimes. And I think Cara was switched on to that. I think, you know, it seems obvious that she was switched on to this. Um, you know, a funeral, arguably, can focuses too much on the last 10 seconds of your life. When you've just had a life with many seconds, I can't calculate all that. Yeah, but you've had this whole life where, you know, you were a kid for ages and ages, forever. Do you remember that? When you were a kid, time lasts forever. I remember waiting for 1980, and it seemed to never come. You know, it was about 1978 or something like that, and I would have been in my teens. And, well, I can calculate that, you know, I would have been 14 or whatever. Um, 15. And, um... And I was waiting for 1980 to come along because it seemed like a really big thing. 1984 was a big thing too because of the book, you know. We were wondering whether we were going to get to George Orwell's 1984. By 1984, uh, we haven't got there yet even. 
sort of well we've been there before oh, I think George Orwell knew that but anyway um uh, but you know Kara in her life well she was a kid for ages and ages um and she was like a teenager for ages and then she was in her 20s for ages and she was having kids and then she was in her 30s for ages and so on and so forth and then in the last five seconds of her life she kind of died um but the point is and i think this is what Kara was driving at when she left instructions which is what she's done for us to have a party instead of a funeral um she's still having there's still a, a, a little thing with just her children because that's appropriate and just her brothers and sisters but for all of us the nieces the nephews the friends and all that sort of stuff it's a party and because that better reflects and all that sort of thing i'm kind of used to these celebration of life things but often it's actually a celebration of life is a funeral in disguise ah they're all right too you know like I can accommodate anything, actually. I don't mind a good funeral. I don't mind a, a solemn funeral, you know. Beethoven's solemn mass, you know. What I mean? I'll have that, you know, for my funeral. I don't mind that. Make people sit right through that <laughs> in Latin. I should do that. I should force, you know. I'll do the opposite of Cara. I'll force everyone to sit through an entire mass sung <laughs> in Latin. Whatever floats your boat. And what floated Gara's boat, clearly, was this idea of having a party. All right, and that's what we're having. Okay. And I like it. Um, so, I'm getting texts at the same time. Uh, no, you can't see that. But as I'm speaking, texts come on the phone. Very distracting. And I've got something important to speak to about. All right. So Tamagotchi girl, all right, she was speaking, and, um, and, you know, oh, it's a pity they didn't record that, you see. So when she dies in 30 or 40 years, so that we can get the sense of the young her. Uh, she said, oh, my, my Tamagotchi was about to hatch, she said, so I had to take it to school. <laughs> Even though Tamagotchis were banned from school, these things, you know, schools hate that sort of thing. You know, some marketing thing. You know, the Tamagotchis were some little beastie in an egg. And the kids had to hatch them. You, know, you had to wait till they hatched. You couldn't get... See, I would have got the hammer crack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's only half gestated. Uh, um, I don't think it works with that one. Anyway, so, um, she was talking with great affection. She said, oh, I had to go to badminton and i snuck my tamagotchi which was still an egg at that point in time in my bag and i took it to badminton and i played badminton and it was going to hatch all this time i'm i'm hearing the girl you know imagine she's 70 or something or 80 and you know and just happens to have died you know but this is the person i want to hear about you know and i you know i, was, I like that story I never listen to breakfast radio. Yes, I do sometimes. Um, anyway, she said, uh, and after badminton, it was hatching, and I had to, had to hold it. <laughs> her baby, you see, and Tamagotchi tapped into that. I think, you know, she was about to have a baby.
and um, and she was hatching and hatching and I was watching and all this stuff, and I missed the bus. <laughs> well, that was funny, you know, that's the sort of thing that some people would have at a funeral, a little story, you know, funny little story. But, um, but I think the little stories aren't the thing. The thing is, to, you're picturing her, you know, just this girl in her school dress <laughs> out the back of that badminton horse, sneaking around the back. Oh, my Tamagotchi, my Tamagotchi. Oh, it's hatching. Oh, it's a monster. <laughs> yeah, monster reveal party. <laughs> Out the back by yourself. Um, with the bus gone. <laughs> All right. So, um, and this as it is with Kara. So, um, that's absolutely appropriate. You know, so she's gone the whole hog and she's designed the whole thing herself, Kara. Uh, a little bit like Prince Philip, designing his Land Rover, his stretch Land Rover, I like that. Uh, and uh, Kara's done something similar and said this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. A lot of people have a, a solemn funeral, that's one thing. A lot of people have a funeral that's kind of mixed in with a celebration of life, which is quite like myself. Um, I like all the different versions, but I like this one. You know, uh, Kara's not even having that. She's having the full celebration of life. She's just having a party. Yeah, because a celebration of life is a sort of very fu funeralish thing anyway these days. But Kara said, no, no, just a party. Because that's me, isn't it? And I, I'm inclined to agree. Um, anyway, I rang my mum, uh, you know, to uh, last night. Because we're collecting thoughts and memories and ideas. You know, chatting to my cousins and all that sort of thing. People are ringing each other. That's, oh, you hear about Kara? Yeah, all that sort of stuff. And, um... So I rang my mum in that vein and said, oh, Mum, you heard about Kara? Yep. Um, I said, what do you remember? You know? And she said, well, no matter when she was 11 or 12, uh, yeah, well, that's when um, my mum met my dad. Kara's uh, my dad's sister. Okay. And I said, oh, wow. See, now I could tell you all the little stories that my mum told, but that's not the point of this episode. The point is, immediately, just her saying that, I was thinking, I'm picturing Kara at 11 or 12. She's just a girl. See, and this is the way, this, I think I'm almost certain this is what Kara wanted. Is what she was driving at with um, saying, just remember me the way I am. Or was, or am. What's the difference, you know? Um, so I was thinking, oh, that's nice, yeah. What was she like? Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she said, oh, just a kid. <laughs> but then she had, she chatted on and on and on about all the other things as, you know, they all, um, became family because my mum married my dad and all that sort of stuff. And, um, and as she was chatting, you know, for example, she said, did you know that Carol lived with you? I said, I did not. <laughs> Never been told that before, and apparently that happened. You know, Kara moved in with us for a month or so um, because they were all living down in down by the beach. Uh, the family, and she was, uh, and Mum said she was about nineteen or twenty, and she said I think it was to do with a job she'd got or something, and it was too far to travel or whatever. But the point is, she lived with us, and I thought, ah, oh, all right. So now I'm picturing a young lady, nineteen or twenty, and this is Kara, you know, living with us. Um, I said, oh, right. And then I started to think, ah, oh. see, I've, I've been in that scenario before. I've seen that picture before. Um, 
Okay, so she's just a young girl and there's these kids here, which is us, you know, my brother and my sister and me. And I was thinking, oh, all right, that's a whole car. So you start to, and, and the idea is just to have these ideas, you know, and you're thinking about who, Kara, the focus is all on all the good times then. And it works doing this, not overthinking it, but just, just feeling it, you know, whatever. All right, now, um, and she said, yeah, and, um, and then she said, and then I, oh, yeah, then she met Richard and all that sort of stuff. And I said, what about music? You know, because I, I actually remember music nights with Cara and Richard, uh, because they were not that much older than me. Um, and I could remember Simon and Garfunkel, I was trying to, I was, I rang my cousin and I said, all right, I remember they had records, you know, because they were cool. Um, my parents were like half a generation older, so my parents had all the 50s records, which I loved. Um, there's this, uh, Buddy Holly and Elvis and all that sort of stuff, and then I moved on, you know, I promoted myself to Little Richard and all that sort of stuff, so I had all those records. And then there was my Uncle Billy, uh, who's Cara's brother, and he had Beatles. And as I think about that now, I remember him playing Hard Day's Night to me when I was a kid. And Little Yellow Submarine was my favorite song. It's a funny thing, but these were all, you know, when I was a kid, the Beatles were still playing. <laughs> That's how old I am, which is good. And I remember um, my Uncle Billy, but I was more into the 1950s music. Um, my Uncle Billy, uh, he would have been, he was only six years older than me. Um, and I remember him playing Hard Day's Night and dong. Yeah, that first note, it's been a hard day's night, you know. And I went, oh, that song is mind-blowing. And um, I thought at the time, that's fantastic. Huh? I hadn't heard it before. And, uh, and um, he had a little record player by his bed. All right. Um, so then I said to Mum, and, and now I remember, but Cara and Richard, they had music that was the next level on, the 60s music, which was so cool, you know, and, um, and it was that sort of stuff, and I was racking my brain, I was thinking, what else is that, and I remembered Along Came Jones, and then Along Came Jones, dun, 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 dun. Tom Walking Jones, you know, <laughs> great song. And, um, but there was more, there was other music. And mum, and then mum reminded me, and she said, Creedence Clearwater Revival. That's the, you know, when I think Cara and Richard, it's Creedence. And she said, when we went over to Adelaide, oh, she went over to Adelaide. Um, and we stayed with them for a bit, only for a weekend or so, and a bit. She said, we flew over there, your dad and me. And so even as I'm thinking about that now, I'm thinking, all right, there you go. My parents, you know, they're only in their 20s and so is Cara and Richard. You know. And it's quite something to think about that, you know, just to, um, they, everyone's the same age. You know, like I've got nieces and nephews who are in their 20s now and, um, and we're oldies. Um, but... To a certain extent, we're twenties as well, yeah. Because he, until you get Alzheimer's, and then you can't remember that. And Granny, Cara's uh, mum, she once said, when she got to about seventy-five or eighty or something, she said, "I think I've missed it." 
said, missed what? And she said, Alzheimer's. You know, she said, I'm pretty sure that once you pass a certain age, if you haven't got any signs of it yet, you've missed it. And I said, oh, that's pretty funny. And she was right. Um, yeah. Sharp as all the way through to her 90s. Brilliant. And uh, anyway, so mum said credence. And I said, oh, that's right. And I remembered it then. You know, because when I was young, I used to go to Cara and Richard. Well, my parents were pretty social. And they were only in their 20s. You know, sometimes you think of things and, you know, like you think of your dad or your mum or whatever, and you sort of think, ah, they're perennially sort of pretty old. <laughs> and even like, I mentioned the Beatles before. Um, you know, when the Beatles were finished, um, they were still in their 20s. And they were retired. So, you sort of think, these are just kids. You know, and that includes Cara and Richard and my parents and the Beatles and all of them. They're just kids. You know, even when the Beatles were finished, after the Beatles broke up, they were still in their 20s. I, was, I find that hard to, yeah, I find that amazing. Because I can't even write a song now. I'm in my 50s. Um, but then again, who else can write a song these days? Taylor Swift, yeah. All right, so, um, so, Credence, yeah. And I said, what about Credence? And she said, well, actually, I couldn't handle the name. She said, what are you talking about? She said, Credence. I said, she said, what does Credence mean? I mean, I, I know what Credence means, she said, but what does Credence mean in the context of... <laughs> A band name, you know. She said, that's what I was thinking at the time. And Clearwater, what's that? And Revival. Creedence Clearwater Revival. See, she was used to uh, band names like Buddy Holly and the Crickets. She wasn't used to people having band names like Creedence Clearwater Revival. But what we're talking about here is there's a new, a new generation coming through of young people and Amongst those young people, we have Cara and Richard. And um, and I think that's the, I'm, I'm, you know, like just as I chat now, it's making me feel good because um, everything I'm thinking about, you know, because I won't be going to the funeral because there's no funeral. So some sort of committal or something. It's just, yeah, um, her kids and brothers and sisters. But the point is, isn't this what, you know, like Cara, hey, Cara, you might be listening to this right now, you know, from the sky. <laughs> um, she's from the flower power era, so we can talk like that. Uh, um, you know, like, this is what Cara, I, I bet you, Cara would like to be listening to this episode. Uh, I wouldn't, yeah, nobody wants to listen to me talking on a YouTube thing. But the point is, I'm enjoying this and it's all about me. <laughs> Um, and Cara wouldn't mind this, I think. I think this is the idea. What I'm doing here is the idea of this party that's coming up, which is a party for Cara. Um, and, and I could go on and on and on, but I won't, with 50 other stories about um, all my interactions with Cara and all that sort of stuff over the years. And my kids playing at her house and all that sort of stuff. It goes on and on. It's been these last few days. You know, what you do when... Um, someone in your family has passed away or whatever, you, you, you just think and think and think, and you go, oh, wow. And they occupy your mind. You know, 
for that time. Um, and that's the way it is with Kara. And for some reason, I decided to speak just a snippet of that. I've only given you a fraction of that into this thing, this YouTube thing. This has been Veilkara, which has been a very nice episode for me to speak. It's not necessarily for anyone to listen to. It's just, I, yeah, this is almost like, these um, YouTube episodes have become something of a journal for me at the same time as anything else that they're about, which is often a lot of rubbish. Veilkara.